Hello friends, today we are going to be reading Matthew chapter 22. As always, before we begin, let us go ahead and pray over the word that we will receive today. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for the day that you've given us. Thank you for the people in our lives. Thank you for the blessings that you constantly pour down in our lives. Lord, we pray for the knowledge, wisdom, and understanding to really grasp the word that we're about to receive today to be able to put this to work into our own lives and to share this with whoever needs to hear it. Help us, Lord, to bear the fruits of your Spirit in all that we do today. Holy Spirit, be breathed into us and allow us to walk in your guidance in each and every step we take. Help us to have your discernment and to know the truth behind the words that we will read. Allow us to be beacons of light for your love, kindness, grace, and mercy. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This first section is called the Parable of the Wedding Banquet. Jesus spoke to them again in parables, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a king who prepared a wedding banquet for his son. He sent his servants to those who had been invited to the banquet to tell them to come, but they refused to come. Then he sent more servants and said, Tell those who have been invited that I have prepared my dinner. My oxen and fattened cattle have been butchered and everything is ready. Come to the wedding banquet. But they paid no attention and went off, one to his field, another to his business. The rest seized his servants, mistreated them, and killed them. The king was enraged. He sent his army and destroyed those murderers and burned their city. Then he said to his servants, The wedding banquet is ready, but those I invited did not deserve to come. So go to the street corners and invite the banquet to anyone you find. So the servants went out into the streets and gathered all the people they could find, the bad as well as the good, and the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to see the guests, he noticed a man there who was not wearing wedding clothes. He asked, How did you get in here without wedding clothes, friend? The man was speechless. The king told the attendants, Tie him hand and foot and throw him outside into the darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are invited, but few are chosen. This next section is called Paying the Imperial Tax to Caesar. Then the Pharisees went out and laid plans to trap him in his words. They sent their disciples to him along with the Herodians. Teacher, they said, we know that you are a man of integrity and that you teach the way of God in accordance with the truth. You aren't swayed by others because you pay no attention to who they are. Tell us then, what is your opinion? Is it right to pay the imperial tax to Caesar or not? But Jesus knowing their evil intent, said, You hypocrites, why are you trying to trap me? Show me the coin used for paying the tax. They brought him a denarius, and he asked them, Whose image is this, and whose inscription? Caesar's, they replied. Then he said to them, So give back to Caesar what is Caesar's, and to God what is God's. When they heard this, they were amazed, so they left him and went away. This next section is called Marriage at the Resurrection. That same day the Sadducees, who say there is no resurrection, came to him with a question. Teacher, they said, 
Moses told us that if a man dies without having children, his brother must marry the widow and raise up offspring for him. Now there were seven brothers among us. The first one married and died, and since he had no children, he left his wife to his brother. The same thing happened to the second and third brother, right on down to the seventh. Finally, the woman died. Now then, at the resurrection, whose wife will she be of the seven, since all of them were married to her? Jesus replied, You are in error because you do not know the scriptures or the power of God. At the resurrection, people will neither marry nor be given in marriage. They will be like the angels in heaven. But about the resurrection of the dead, have you not read what God said to you? I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is not the God of the dead, but of the living. When the crowds heard this, they were astonished at his teaching. This next section is called the greatest commandment. Hearing that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, the Pharisees got together. One of them, an expert in the law, tested him with this question. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. This last section is called, Whose Son is the Messiah? While the Pharisees were gathered together, Jesus asked them, What do you think about the Messiah? Whose son is he? The son of David, they replied. He said to them, How is it then that David, speaking by the Spirit, calls him Lord? For he says, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. If then David calls him Lord, how can he be his son? No one could say a word in reply, and from that day on, no one dared to ask him any more questions. So that is the end of chapter 22. I just want to go over a verse from the very beginning, from that first parable of the wedding banquet, where the king has told his servants to go out and find anyone and everyone, the good and the bad, to fill up the wedding hall. And then in verse 12, he says, He asked, How did you get in here without wedding clothes, friend? The man was speechless. So this was the king talking to a man who was at the wedding banquet, but was not wearing the proper attire. And when the king asked him how he got in there, he couldn't respond. So I looked up what this verse meant because the king kicked him out whenever he didn't have a response. So this is what I got from an article that I'll be linking here. Now, though the king has seen a man who is not wearing a wedding garment, the story does not explain whether the man refused to wear a garment provided by the king's servants or whether he simply came unprepared and in unclean clothes, hoping to be included in the feast anyway. Though the king first addresses the man as friend, what comes next suggests this is a formality. As a parallel to how God interacts with sinners, this reflects how God demonstrates a level of love even to those who hate him. 
The king asks how the man was able to get into the wedding hall without a wedding garment. The man has no answer to this. Either the servants failed to screen the guests carefully, or the man snuck into the hall in some way. In any case, the man will not be allowed to stay. His lack of proper garment means he's not here to fully participate or to cooperate. He's simply looking to gain benefit on his own terms. This article really broke it down for me. So the servants are those people, those Christians out in the world, trying to tell everybody about the good news or the gospel of Jesus of God, the kingdom of God. But some people don't accept it. And some people do. You know, the good, the bad. He wants anybody and everybody who is willing to listen and to accept how much he's done for them. And then you have those Christians who are Christians in their, in their mind, but they're not properly clothed. So on the outside, maybe they do look like Christians, but on the inside, in their heart, they have not prepared themselves because they're simply looking to gain from what God can give them and not to help and bring people to God the way that we are supposed to. This is what God is wanting of us. After all that he's done for us, all he's asking is just to bring his children to him. What a great message for today. To be mindful about your true purposes in doing what is right. We must do what is right because it's what God wants us to do and not because we're trying to gain anything from it. I hope that whoever needed to hear this is able to get this message and I hope that you all have a wonderful day. That is all the time that I have, so till next time.